Welcome back to this episode of Emergency Intercom. Oh, Drew, you said it wrong. It's like the good old days. It's like the good old days. Welcome back to Emergency Intercom. Um, I think while you do this episode, I'm just going to use my phone so that there, because I was thinking like, there's a lot of footage of me talking and being intertwined in conversation, but there's not enough footage of me just like ignoring people and committing using my a phone. mass sitting, <laughs> committing a sitting and using my phone in front of people. Yeah. But okay. So I wanted to start this episode off by saying, I think I have Parkinson's or so I'm like pre-diabetic, right? Or I think I have pre-diabetes, but I think I have pre-Parkinson's because my pointer finger has been shaking a lot lately. Okay. Um, So, no. Yeah, you you can't just keep thinking of things that you think you have and claiming to the public that you have them. I think I need somebody to go through and do like a check of how many like different like diseases or medical issues you've claimed to have publicly because i'm not kidding i think you've maybe surpassed 10 black mold poisoning (laughs) parkinson's pre-diabetes and you've claimed to have diabetes um cancerous tumors yeah um (laughs) riddling my body you also claim that you were experiencing was it when you lose oxygen so you're like oh hypoxia yeah you claimed hypoxia (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i know there's word. more there has to be more no but um in all seriousness uh my pointer finger has been shaking a bunch and i've done some uh google searches You've done on some it, research and yeah. i think it's like muscle dystrophy from scrolling on my phone too much and i'm not kidding because all of it was like oh it's like muscle overuse like it's like people's fingers shake sometimes if they like have like overuse of Dude, a muscle. Dude, you know what's crazy is sometimes like, I have two fingers on my hand after I hang out with your mom that literally won't stop oh shaking. Oh my God. Sometimes it's three if we're like feeling crazy, but it's usually just two. From what? Like y'all scroll, like I'll do some parallel play, like <laughs> scrolling on a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five in the pink, five in the stink. Oh my God. Isn't that? I set someone up for a slam dunk just now with some parallel play play where you say, oh, yeah, me and your mom have been parallel all night long after I was fingering her. And no one grabbed it. Why Why would we say that? Like the (laughs) parallel play joke already existed on its own. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what I was doing with your mother in bed. Well, that's what you were inferring, though. Um, should I show you the TikTok that actually freaked me the fuck out last night? No. Okay. Wow. Well, you're going to do it anyway, so it's not like I have an option. <laughs> Dude, this... Okay, so we all know that like there are couples online who dedicate themselves to making content for young people who are like oh i wish my parents didn't fight and they looked like this like Mm -hmm. that's what iphones were for actually i've thought about this a lot like i feel like we all grew up in a generation where there was no parent vloggers like there was two there was like shaytards ctfxc and shaytards but ctfxc didn't have kids so it was kind of just like the shaytards that you had to like watch but other than that obviously there was always like tlc and all that stuff that showed parents but the amount in which there is like an influx of quote-unquote like awesome parents online i think i would kill myself Mm -hmm. if i had to see this many parents who were like somehow so emotionally like morally sound does that make sense like 
I would be so jealous if I was growing up and I was like 13 and I was following Charlie D'Amelio and I had to see her parents all the time. Like, I'd be like, damn, I guess you just have the best life ever. You <laughs> dance, you sing, you fucking have parents that love you. That, she is like, literally living your seven-year-old's dream life. Yeah, like what? But I will say my parents obviously loved me. Hello. That's why I got, have a, that's why I have a podcast because my parents oh, loved me so fuck. much. Oh, fuck. That's like a crazy <laughs> reference. So last night I was sitting on the couch. Um, sorry. I like am taking no, the spotlight, okay, but okay. Um, that was a great transition, and I just ruined it by saying uh, that was a great transition, and I'm still going. Um, <laughs> you can't like you need. No, to I'm so good at make it. Make a transition. It, You're like okay. I'm literally so good at it most saying, of the time, saying, but sometimes I like to be like. <laughs> That was a good transition. <laughs> your transitions in the conversation are like when you were writing like your first essays and they would be like, and therefore, like <laughs> and that's how you would start the last paragraph or like and, the next paragraph because you always go, and on that note. And no, you're not. You know what? You're right. Um, you're right. And I will fix that, <laughs> um, which is also something um, that a lot of really smart people do is when they're wrong they change their mind so you're right i'm smart so I'll are you just mind. saying that <laughs> uh, but we were watching this video or i was watching this video on the couch and it was like legitimately one of the most devastating stories i've ever heard a human have to go through and like, i i do not know how she is surviving putting up and it's like life is so unfair and i feel so horrible for this woman because like um, I won't get into the details because it's not my fucking story to talk about, but it was just, it was such a dark, dark tragedy um, that struck her family and I feel so bad. Um, but at the end of her story, um, sh uh, this she was started a clip getting, from like a random podcast. Yeah. Like yeah. She started getting like choked up. She was like, like get it obviously because she was reliving these horrible events like that happened. Like extreme grief. Yeah. Um, and then she was on a podcast and the guy was like, um, do you need a moment? And I was like, oh, respect. Like, we can turn the cameras off. I was like, respect. Like, that's what you should do. Like, she's crying. Like, give her a moment. And she's like, no, no. It's like, honestly, like, really great to talk about. And then the guy's rebuttal to her horrifying story and was like, yeah, no, like, I believe that. Like, that's why I have a podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it, like, she just sat here and was like, had to witness the gnarliest shit any human ever has had to witness. And then she's going on to talk about it, it like somehow gets darker because she's like, yeah, no, it's good to talk about it because if I don't talk about it, I'm just sitting in my head thinking about it all the time. So that's a moment where like granted hard conversation to have to like talk to because like how do you relate to someone yeah, like yeah. that? And I feel like most people when they're talking about something hard, like your instant thing is to relate. And like when I lost my praying mantis, it was like a really... <laughs> that's how you would relate. <laughs> it was really difficult. And when my bug died. Yeah. <laughs> um... But he, him going, yeah, and that's why I have a podcast, actually. Like, mm. she's literally crying in front of me, and he's like, and that's why I do the things I do. Like, that is so fucking crazy. Also, like, having a podcast, I don't know, having a podcast where you just, it's like that guy who talks to people who are houseless and just puts them on camera. Like, that's so that predatory. same idea of, like, yep, and that's why I do the good things I do for the world. Like, exploiting you. people's, like... Yeah, it's really bad. Um, but, but I eat that shit up, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but I don't know how I was talking about this. But basically, yeah, it's these this couple who it's also like military propaganda. It, this and we're transitioning to another topic now. <laughs>
<laughs> okay. I don't need to go to bed early. We don't even need to eat dinner this early. We absolutely do. You're literally the sleepiest girl that I've ever met. It's 524. We need a bed. You need a bedtime. You know what? I do you not need, need a bedtime. bedtime. I am your elder, sir. And? You should be listening to me. I am wizened. Do you want me to tell you something that I've been doing to you? You don't even know. I've been making your dinner time earlier. I actually like, can't keep watching this. Dude, it was really, really, really freaking me out. Like, this page. And we do this. Like, we're doing this one. Wait, I didn't even but read it. I couldn't read it. my husband before and after I call him uh, handsome. And it's like him just looking at her and then like, the same frame but he's smiling but i want to do that with your smile you do it's <laughs> <laughs> a genuine ass tiktok like no i the thing is what's freaking me out is i'm like you okay? Obviously, they have to have love for each other. There's no way they fuck it. Like in my I head, will I'm never like, there's have something no like way. That. So I'm like literally like <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. I don't know. I felt I feel like I've been blessed to have very intense romantic and platonic relationships. Never once has it been this fucking deep. Like never yeah. once. But maybe I'm missing something in life because never once have I found myself slipping into like absolute baby gibberish like delusion. Goo gaga, mama. <laughs> Your mama. <laughs> that's what you think happens when you love someone. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching that last night and it was, dude, it made me feel so weird. It made me feel like I was like locked in an airport bathroom, but I was too nervous to call for help. Well, I can do one better for you. Um, I won't be able to find their profile. So actually, I won't be able to do one better for you. But there's like a very similar, like, it's like a genre of content where they like, act like like it's like they saw the word like oh he has golden retriever energy and they based an entire career and their entire relationship off that golden retriever energy like do you think people who make content like that are happy um i i don't think so i think they like argue more than most people i, I it's like it, it becomes like a job like I feel like Madeline and Steven do, like, a great job at, like... That's what I was just about to say, but I didn't know if it was going to be, like, inappropriate because I'm trying to find the words to describe it because I feel like there's that side of couple content where it feels so forced and so catering to, like, very young people, but then there's, like, the other side where, like, there are couples who just film each other and they're, like, a funny couple or, like, they get into, like, little silly things and sometimes they'll, like, plan little things for the camera, but, like, it never feels forced. But then I'm, like, am I just biased because I actually know Steven and Madeline are actually happy? So in my head, I never see their content and I'm, like, they fucking hate each other. I'm, like, no, well, I know they, like, actually have, like, a really good relationship. Mm -hmm. But then I see this and, and and for some reason, I'm like, oh, they hate each other. Like, I'm like, they they cannot love each other. But also, maybe that's me projecting my, like, very scary ideas of relationships onto people. And I should stop. Because people can be happy and make their content. And they're thousands of dollars love off yourself. of microtrends. Love yourself. That's my story. That's what I got up to last night. <laughs> okay. So, AI has gone too far. Or maybe it's just getting started because... 
listen to this. Um, people are predicting by the end of the year that AI will be able to translate and transcribe and transcode animal languages so we'll be able to communicate with animals the thing is i don't believe that because how do we prove like literally how do we prove that like what um it's all snake oil everything everything is snake oil <laughs> nothing actually is existing. yeah that's like yeah it's it's not like it's morse code like we don't have humans to translate it it's just sounds and we're like okay when he does that he usually does this so i'm thinking he's saying that what if like, you translate your dog's uh, thoughts and it's just i want back shots <laughs> oh no that's we what said shane that. dawson did i, I said that we're, I, <laughs> <laughs> he was like i hear you i hear you we did i can hear you we were talking about azul and we were like it would be it would suck so fucking bad to like have this technology and you like want to hear what your animal is saying and they're like free me i want out i want out i hate this this is a prison let i want out, out. out you're scaring me i'm so scared like i don't actually love you i only uh want food from you <laughs> i've thought about that a lot because every time i go into my room and as well sitting in my bed i'm like oh my god this is so awesome i have this loving creature who's like literal only job is to love me and i'm like oh my god humans are literally so fucking selfish <laughs> because this is an animal that should be roaming free. And I'm like, thank God I get to hold you captive in my bedroom all fucking day. Mm -hmm. And I can ignore you when I want, but see you when I like want to. And it's so, so like, um, what's it called? Like, it, it's only benefiting me. But then when Azul chases after me all night and yells at me to go to bed because he wants me to sleep because he wants to go to sleep. I'm like, that cat has to love me. Yeah, no, there's love there. And I there's like this idea that um cats like domesticated humans like like yeah they they were able to do everything they wanted to do on their own and then they like stumbled into like a fucking village one day and then like they were like oh we get like a free chicken carcass and we don't have to do shit and then like eventually over time like the cats domesticated slowly and slowly but so did the humans and we started like serving them and like it's like almost like a symbiotic relationship because like we get happiness and they get food yeah they get to live yeah. have you ever read the theory that uh caffeine plants is like the true dominant organism on earth caffeine plants yeah like oh. coffee yeah <gasps> because oh we, like, we like we like put so much resources into and we like cut down forests and like there's like i don't know millions of people that just like work on like coffee fields and like if you look at the amount of resources like it mostly we are Cater basically towards. like exactly yeah like, damn that's crazy like they won from like an evolutionary survival it brainwashed us that's so lit. Why did they add caffeine Bro, I to Coke? That is so good. We have shirts about it. Like we literally <laughs> yeah, we have got like the mugs. we have like IG posts dedicated to Dude, it. Dude, it got me so good that weed I is literally too. weed too. I literally That's won't. True. I won't talk to somebody until I've had my coffee. Oh, like mm. literally, Inya is actually drinking her coffee right now, so she can talk yeah. to somebody. It's she actually was so sweet. grumpy until she had that big cup, big gulp, big gulp, slurpy straw. That it actually is insane. I've thought about it so much. I've been drinking caffeine consistently since i was like 10 yeah i've spent more of my life with coffee in my system than i have without it like with i water. don't 
And it doesn't drink water. She only drinks coffee. Bitch, you're speaking. The call is, is coming from inside the fucking house. Her pee is nuclear orange. Every time she goes to the bathroom, I just tell her, like, don't flush it. I just need to see it. And she leaves it in there and he it's He tried orange. to make me look at his pee yesterday. Because it was the most clear it has ever been. And it was almost concerning how clear it is. It literally looked like I poured a cup of water into the toilet. And I was impressed with myself. I was like, come look at this. Like, this is a vibe. <laughs> I'm going to do that next time I make a big stinky poop. Like, come look. I've actually almost done that before. Dude, yeah, you should next time. Because I'll take that poop out of the toilet and make like poop sushi. <laughs> like the poo-poo platter. It's like a uh, gimbop, but with poop. <laughs> that is that gonna be your next waiter attack or are you gonna ask for poop yeah we, i was at a we went to like a nice restaurant last night for Anya's sister's birthday and i was gonna i was gonna i was trying to come up with a new tom holland burger hold the fries um, or hold the um spiders <laughs> like i said aquaman hold the aqua i said <laughs> wednesday adams hold the cobwebs but like i'm trying to think of another one what what did i say like I asked for the, can I get the poop sushi well, roll? What does Thanos collect? Uh, the jewels. Yeah, you should ask for the Thanos. Burger. Can I get the purple nurple Thanos burger? Hold the uh, rhinestones. Infinity stones. Oh, Infinity stones. Yeah, there's there's like a good one out there that's like obscure enough, but like also mainstream enough that people will know what I'm talking about. Um, can I get the Gypsy Rose burger? Hold the Munchausen by proxy <laughs> syndrome sauce. Um, Yikes. Yeah, no, she's done. She's literally done. No it one fucks with her anymore. It is so funny, like, how quickly the internet turned on her. And there is validity to it all. Um, she did technically have someone kill someone, which is insane. But at the same time, you poke a bear, the bear is going to attack. And I don't know. But I saw some clips where it was, like, her talking in like an interview saying like yeah like when i would be talking my mom would like grab me and like squish me yeah. to make me did that hurt yeah it did just, i get it, that it, like i felt it i felt like the attendant but she would like grab me and like have me stop talking and then like an interview came out recently with her husband where they were like in an interview and she went up and like like squeezed his arm or squeezed his leg when he was talking about something she didn't want him to talk about and they were like damn dude like those values like you really are what raised you at, to a certain extent because like she's doing make it, it. yeah she's literally doing the exact same thing but like obviously i don't think this man is like entrapped by gypsy or scared that he can't leave but like gypsy even said it herself she was like i'm like a m master manipulator like i'm a liar like i am like the best liar i know like because she had to do it to yeah. survive to grow up so everyone was like i mean she's probably doing a little bit of that to us. I mean, she's also like, dude, that whole thing is just so insane. And us talking about it makes me crack up because we're just like feeding into like the mm -hmm. endless feed that is her. But the whole thing I was watching, I think I said it already on the podcast, I was watching the Lifetime thing and they were trying to turn it into some real Housewives reality show shit where the husband was sitting down with the... um with her parents before she got out of jail, before they got married to like meet the parents before he married her. And right before that scene, they literally showed that uh, she, I think you've heard the clip where she tells her husband, I just, I just think you need to know I had a dream last night where my ex came back. Not the ex who's in jail, but like she had a someone she was seeing while she was in jail before this guy. Mm -hmm. And she was like, 
yeah, my ex came back and I left you for him and I was so happy in the dream. And then Whoa. he was just like, uh, why did, I don't know what to say to that. And she was like, I just thought you should know. And then Damn. there was like kind of silence and he was like, when's the last time you talked to him? And she goes, three weeks ago. Oh. <laughs> and he, he was like, what? You told me you haven't spoken to him for months. And she was like, no, three weeks ago. Oh my God. Um, so what is up with, oh, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, like, they are scary. Like, they're, mm. I mean, every relationship, I'm sure, has its little qualms. God bless. But I don't know. It's so fucking weird. She should weird. just not be in the public eye. And like you said, we're just feeding into it by talking about it. Yeah. So, whatever. But she just needs, liter like, actual help. Like We should she, send her to Iceland. Yeah. She should come on the podcast. Yes. Because that's, that's why I, we have a podcast. Yeah. That's why we have a podcast to help um, people like her. Because mm -hmm. people need to hear her story, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If people heard, they would understand. What is up with people in 2023, 2024 um, starting new relationships with people that look just like their family members? Like Gypsy Rose's husband or boyfriend or whatever they are looks like Dee Dee Blanchardiana. Is it that and like And then a Frankie Grande or uh, Ariana Grande is dating someone who looks just like her brother. Isn't that like the Freudian thing? Like there's a theory that a lot of people will just date mm -hmm. someone who looks like a family member because yeah. it's like for comfort. So maybe they just need comfort. Or they never got the love from or their father. maybe they really wanted to bang their family and no. they knew that it was illegal and they were like, I'm going to get mine. Mm -mm. Like regardless of what how it has to go, I'm going to get mine. True. Personally... Your girlfriend looks a lot like you. Yeah. That girl, Madeline. Girl what? That is my twin sister. Kyle. Yeah. Oh, my bad. My bad. What the hell? Technically, since it's your twin, it's like you'd be dating oh, yourself, though. So you God. can get away with it. <laughs> uh, Y'all are crazy. And I'm sitting here thinking in my head, why do I look so much like Jacob Elordi? Like, I literally am his fucking twin. And, like, you no one's actually not. talking about it. Like, we look... Okay, like, I'm the Beyonce of the group. And I'm the Jacob Elordi of the group. Like, I just can't keep doing this. You maybe look like him if um, I had to go get my wisdom teeth removed. But I couldn't afford the anesthesia. So they gave me under the table like Xanax and Percocets, and then they made me drive home, there's a chance that I would see you walking across the street and almost hit you and be like, oh my God, I almost just hit Jacob Elordi. Yes. In that sentiment, maybe. Um, and you remind me of a rotten back tooth in my mouth. <laughs> Please. <laughs> what is that? What, do I stink? Like, what is that? <laughs> Oh my god. Like I call oh you pain my god. And stuff? Donald Trump. <laughs> this is the craziest shit I've ever heard and I don't know <laughs> why not, not enough people are talking about this and I'm being like 100% genuine. Like I I'm I'm being 100% serious. This is factual. <laughs> but um I was watching a video and like someone was like, "Oh yeah, like Donald Trump has like a really like human smell. Like he he smells like a person." And I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" <laughs> so then I looked online and I found like several videos of people in his posse, people that are really close to him, people who work for him, work with him, so they have like everything to lose by saying this and lying. People who don't like him, people who are running against him in the election, all of them on separate occasions have said he stinks like shit. Like all of them, like in so many words are like, Donald Trump smells bad, like smells like duty caca. And like, I don't understand why 
he's able to beat the stink allegations because like having a stink <laughs> allegation is like one of the worst things. You'll never, ever, yeah. ever live that down. And for some reason, that's the allegation he beats. Like, I don't know. It's it is crazy to me that Donald Trump literally smells like fucking I onion burger. I think it's burger. also because like most people who fuck with Donald Trump aren't like, oh, I hope I don't stink. Like, that's not yeah. that's not something that's like in their forefront. So they're probably like, yeah, he smells like a man. He smells like how a man should smell like yeah. a man. Yeah. Well, I mean, but even like. People who don't like him don't talk about Donald Trump's body odor in the way that we should. Like, that is, like, ugh. Yeah, if I was running for a president and I was at the last, exactly. like, debate, I'd be like, and you stink. And see what he says. <laughs> and you stink like shit. And you literally smell like shit. I could smell you from over here. It's That's literally what rotting my say, brain. Is it's like an orb of, like, <laughs> stink that he travels with. Like, ri imagine riding in a fucking helicopter with him or on Air Force <laughs> One. Like, that whole bitch would fucking reek. Oh, Reek. it's like that. Or there's that brand that makes like weird scents. Um, that's like cigarettes and something. Uh, cigarettes like, after sex. Sin. No, that's a. <laughs> no, that's not a scent. Th that's a band. That's like a. They make music. Your well. mom is my scent because I just like lay with her and she rubs her odor all over <laughs> me. I wear your mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's what like that? that brand, so they should do a Donald Trump scent. Yeah, that's and a I would good buy idea. it because I would want to know. Candle. But somebody like we need to get Josie in a room with him because I bet Josie could pick up the notes. Josiah would break him down with a president who looks like he bathes in Cheeto, Cheeto dust. dust. Yeah, if he wins again, it. what are we doing? Because that's um, why we have a podcast is to make things right. So if he wins again, what are we doing? Uh, um, <laughs> January sixth insurrection. I'm starting it now. Um, we're gonna do it next year <laughs> wait but no he the inauguration happens like i think at the end of january no no it's it's the or november no that's the election but the inauguration like when they go into the house house of commons they literally do a housewarming par party for the president yeah did you see that christmas party they like um hosted the white house mm -hmm. And no. They invited a bunch of influencers. So weird. Yeah, Literally so weird. If I got invited to the White House, actually, I would have to go. Like, I would have to I, go and I, I would make the worst content ever. <laughs> I would be so loud. I'd be like hiding in the lockers or some shit. Like, all you would hear the whole party is thuk, 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 like the, the starter sound for a TikTok, like the timer. Oh, yeah. Making, <laughs> that's what they were doing. Like, <laughs> Like but were the, they having to tag like "thank you" at mm -hmm. Joe Biden? Literally, yes. Dude, if I just say "thank you" at Joe Biden, "thank you" at White House, such an honor. I love such. that. I love such an honor. Like I love when people go into it was such an honor. Mm. Like, girl, you got a sweater. It was my pleasure. It was no. It's always yeah. your pleasure before my pleasure. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, well, I have a quote that I wanted to read and maybe it'll spark a conversation because it blew my fucking mind. Um, and into the forest I go <laughs> to lose my mind and find my soul. Dude. <laughs> well, into the forest I go to lose my mind and find my soul. Like, think about it. Like, sometimes I really can't tell if you're being serious. Did that did that move you? And if it did, that's okay. But I'm, like, actually curious. No. <laughs> no, no, I did read it genuinely. And I was like, damn, that's, like, literally so me-coded. Because you go up and 
to the mountains and find your soul, but then you come back and you immediately get back I, on your phone. The last time I went into the fucking mountains to find my soul, I came back to find out my brother was fucking dead. So <laughs> the mountains are cursed to me. No, no. You can go Have back. Have I told that story? Uh, yeah. I think so. I think so. Hmm. My trauma blocked it. I don't even remember it anymore. <laughs> it sounded like you did. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm being serious. I'm having a moment. Um, well, are you going to go into the forest and find your soul and then come back to return to like working on your phone or no? Yes. We need to actually like, we need to take your phone away, but not send you to the forest. We need to let you live a normal life without a phone. Yeah, that's true. Because you always go to the forest and yeah, you get three days, no screen time, but then you come back and you have to like you know recharge with 18 about? hours straight. You know what I thought about? <laughs> so I'm using my phone all the time, right? That's yeah. all the literal, like I only use my Apple ecosystem, my phone, my iPad and my computer. Um, and it tracks across all three of those, right? You use your phone for about like five and a half hours, six hours yeah. a day. Three hours of on top of that is Fortnite screen time. So we're kind of on the same level with screen time. Okay, but like Fortnite's different because I play with friends. I talk to friends. I'm I'm working on my hand-eye coordination. I'm messaging friends. I'm working on my hand-eye coordination by scrolling. I worked <laughs> out this finger so much, actually, that I'm having like a muscle spasm constantly. So No, no, no. It's different. No, it, it actually isn't. It really isn't. <laughs> but I haven't been playing Fortnite as much. I've like kind of taken a step back. I don't know yeah, if you've noticed. Like I've been trying not to play it as much. That's one of my goals for this year is to like lessen my screen time specifically with Fortnite because I will get lost in it and I want to play it so bad. Like this morning, it was so hard to wake up and I'm not kidding. I was like, if only I could just wake up and play Fortnite for a few hours and then do the podcast, I'd be so good to go. Even though every time I play Fortnite for a few hours, it actually like burns. Like it, it's like when somebody lights a fireplace and like the tips of their eyelashes get singed. I feel like that happens to my brain. Like when I like play Fortnite for four hours straight. Yeah. Um, I also lied. I don't like playing with people. I like playing alone. Yeah, you like I hate play playing with people. They fucking suck. No one's as good as me. Yep. That's, and that's true. That's how I feel. That's true. Thank you. Um well should I go into um my rant about DMT trips and near death experiences? Uh sure. <laughs> Do you want to? So when people smoke DMT, I've never done it. I don't think I'll ever do it. I think it would psychologically break me. Um, they describe this experience where they get sucked through this wormhole-esque thing, fucking thing for lack of a better word, and they quote-unquote break through to the other side so they're like zooming through this like light tunnel where there's a fucking light at the end of the tunnel basically and then you like break through like breaking through like plastic or whatever um and then they make it to the other side and then they exist in this reality briefly where um, it's like fractals and colors and it's it's unlike anything we've this ever seen. This is literally seen. the plot of Coraline. Like actually, yeah, that's like how people describe it is like going through the tunnel of Coraline. But they like are shot out of a rocket type shit. Um, cannonball. Cannonball. Um, so they break through and they <laughs> are in this like 
other reality, like different dimension is how people describe it. And like there's fractals and there's colors and there's paths and there's all this shit you can do. And then there are these like beings, some people describe them as goblins or something like that. And like a lot of the time, like they go there, they go to this other reality and these beings are like laughing at them. They're like, why the fuck are you here? How the fuck did you get here? You're not supposed to be here. Is it because they can or, tell they're not dead? Yeah, they're, or they're playing with them and they're like um, having fun or they're like berating them and they force a bad trip onto these people. And then shortly after that, they're like, follow me. They like go to these places with these people or goblins. I've never done it, so I can't visualize it. Um, but yeah, and then they get sucked back into reality within like five minutes. It's that all like, happens in five minutes? Yeah, isn't that crazy? DMT trips are like max 10 minutes Are long. there people addicted to DMT? I'm sure. That's but it's so it's sad. not like physically addictive, but I'm sure psychologically, like some people are like, I need to go back. I need to go back. But I think also like tolerance builds up like super, super fast. So, um, but anyways, so when people have near-death experiences, um, every single one I've watched, there's like this YouTube series I've been watching recently. Every single one is like, they describe to a T exactly what a DMT trip is. And I don't know what that says. I'll let you draw your own conclusions, but they all describe the same thing where they like are dead for seven minutes. Like they flipped in a kayak and they were underwater for seven minutes and they were like pronounced dead. They were literally dead. And they went into this other dimension that was fractals and rainbows and colors and all this shit. And these are like admirable people, like firemen and shit that have nothing to gain from that, like from making this shit up like i saw one where like doctors accidentally overdosed him in a hospital and he like literally flatlined and died his heart stopped his brain stopped having activity and he was experiencing while he was dead like very similar um like things to how people describe dmt trips and it kind of freaks me out a little bit because i'm like what the fuck and like the way dmt they <laughs> the, the, the way dmt was like discovered <laughs> makes no sense too like like these people were just eating fucking roots like i don't know it just doesn't make sense like how did they figure that out i feel like it was like planted here almost and then there's like this idea that like when you die dmt is released in your brain i think that's been like proven i think wrong. that's confirmed yeah it like it wait it's confirmed i think i I've, i feel like i looked it up and it was like yeah we did an mri scan of someone word releases yeah. like that chemical so like there's this idea that when you die like if dmt is released in your brain you the light tunnel you're going through is actually just a dmt trip and you're like don't go into the light don't go into the light and it's like you go into the light and you like live in this afterlife dimension or something I'm, i find peace in it i'm just like such a pessimist like i do think that that happens but when people all like specifically when people who seek out dmt and then tell that story i'm like you're gonna tell me you didn't watch 18 youtube videos of that and then literally just like imagine it because you're just high and like that's what you were expecting yeah. so like that's kind of what your brain gave to you but obviously i'm sure dmt is stronger than you being able to like I'm going to go back to my dream that I was having. I'm going to take DMT to go back to the dream. Like, yeah, it's, it's not like that. stronger than Ooh. that. But it's kind of like when people describe alien abductions and they're all the fucking same and they just so happen to seem exactly like a movie. I'm like, bro, we just grew up watching that shit. Mm -hmm. So that's what you think happened. But you yeah. were just having a psychotic episode. I was going to say there is like 
a theory that um, alien abductions are like people who are just experiencing like psychotic Psychosis. episodes. There was um, when you were saying that, I because I, I've thought about that. It's like it's almost like nature versus nurture. Like when you do drugs, is that because yeah. you've seen like all this like content? But I feel like what's interesting is like before you could synthesize DMT, like sacred geometries and like so Every many like 10,000 year old temples and shit golden and ratio I, yeah i feel like it's that's always been kind of interesting to me that you still see the stuff that's been like Projected painted on her. stuff for like fucking 15,000 years yeah since like humans gained consciousness but it could literally just be like because it looks cool and we were like let's draw it it looks yeah. cool and then like our sacred <laughs> 2000s baby's sacred geometry is the superman s <laughs> that, that's sacred geometry they're gonna like find that written on a notebook and be like what the fuck does this mean like, we have the to Xbox decode this logo, like yeah. The sphere that turns yeah yeah like yeah. do kids still write on walls and bathrooms and stuff at school is that still a thing or do they all have like fucking cameras inside. like shade rooms on like ig so they just write it there instead oh, did y'all ever have anything written on the walls in the bathroom about you not about me, no, but there I was shit did. on the walls. It would always be like when I'm in the middle of beef, somebody would do it. And I would always be like, you're a fucking pussy, bitch. I never write on those fucking stinky ass walls. I know your fucking pen is dirty, bitch. Like, mm. we would just beef over it. But it would only happen like twice in middle school that somebody wrote about me what on What was wall. the other one? I don't remember. I just remember, like, I remember it was in a silver Sharpie because we had dark green mm. uh, doors. Actually, in my dream... I saw kids from my school, but, like, I can't remember the rest of it. They were just, like, in my school uniform, and I was like, hello? Like, why are you wearing your uniform? You're literally 25. Like, this is so I, weird. I never had anything written about me, but I had a lot of suffering about my best friend who was, like, struggling with fentanyl addiction. Um, she was, like – her name was, like, Rue, and they would, like, write all this was shit about euphoria? her. Was that Euphoria? No. That no. might be you for you. Oh my god, that actually just reminded me. There is a TikTok shop hoodie. <laughs> god, that was lit. That was There's so a lit. TikTok shop hoodie that literally is like no to fentanyl. And they're like, guys, like, come on, like if spread we can the buy, word. If, if we can sell 100 of these, we can end fentanyl poison. And I'm like, you were literally so fucking conniving for just like profiting, ma- profiting off, of off of that. Like, it's so weird. Also, like, making it like stylish like i like i think about like dare shirts and stuff obviously that's kind of like aligned in the same thing like the whole dare program is aligned in like shaming people whatever it's like this whole weird narrative and then those shirts became popular but in my head i'm like when those shirts were made the people making them weren't like damn this is gonna sell on grails but mm-hmm. the person making this like no to fentanyl shirt is like and sooner than later It'll yeah. be is it in like the Playboy Cardi swag where it's yes. white with the black letters? Yes, it's like all like opium coated. And I'm uh, like, this is so fucking weird. Um, no defense. But I literally uh, looked at that because I wanted to see how many of them sold. And then my whole TikTok feed was TikTok shop. Like, I hate when I do that. My whole fucking feed. I, I hate when that happens. Like, I'll check to <laughs> literally check to see how many of the products sold because I'm like curious like about the landfill. Um, that is being created um, and they it always is either astronomically high like 150,000 units sold or like four or zero <laughs> um, and then yeah I go on and I get 3,000 ads next but I click not interested on I've been getting ads for like women's clothing which is like 
I, if anything, I should be getting ads for boys' clothing because boys <laughs> can't wear girl That's clothes. That's what I was going to say because, like, what are you going to do? Wear a skirt? That would be weird. Yeah. That wouldn't even make sense. I could never. I don't even think, like, a man's body lets that happen, right? There's, I could like, never. And then we post, like, my last four IG pictures are me in a fucking dress for some reason. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> I got a couple more things I want to talk about. I was going to talk about this con woman that stole over a hundred million dollars um from the military and she's low-key an icon to me um but it's kind of boring and long but over like six years she stole a hundred million dollars um like saying she was gonna like give this money to kids it was like a non-profit or some shit and she bought like 31 fucking supercars and like all this like crazy crazy shit um, but I thought about it a little more and I was like, damn, that's literally what our Congress people do to us every single day. Um, so it like, kind of made me sad. Um, but I do want to talk about me and you getting, what were you going to say? Wait, I was going to say, I wonder if once people do shit like that, like there's so many stories of somebody who stole a bunch of money and then lived like a fucking Ferris Bueller ass day or like life for like a few months where they were like, <clears throat> riding in supercars like being on yachts traveling like on emirates like all this crazy shit and then they get caught and put in jail do you think those people go to jail and they're like damn i should have just kept it chill and like taken it back and i didn't need to do all that or do you think they're in the mindset they're in fast. which they're like that shit was fucking awesome like i don't regret it and i would do it again i think it's like a person to person like situation yeah. yeah like i'm sure this girl is like mortified that she stole all this money and, yeah because like, you also can't like it's not like you get out of jail and get to be normal but yeah. just google your name and it's like bitch fuck you yeah, you stole a hundred million dollars imagine stealing a hundred million <laughs> how the fuck did that go unnoticed which is also really fucking scary to me that like military spending is so loose that like a hundred million dollars missing and they don't of, even notice can just go missing like and i'm pretty sure it was taxpayers money like like it, it's like mind-blowing to me it's mind-boggling how much money is in the fucking military industrial complex and it's scary it's scary boots what were you gonna say we what oh us almost hitting people with cars is that what you're gonna say yeah 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 oh yeah um, I shouldn't be allowed on the road, I decided. Like, <laughs> I am literally... Okay, I, I do want to clarify because I don't want anybody to hear this and think that I'm, like, some reckless driver who thinks it's funny to be reckless. I am I do not believe that I'm a reckless driver. What I will say, though, is growing up in Miami and that driving style does not translate elsewhere. Like, I shouldn't be allowed to do the things I do on the road, which I'm sure I'm not allowed to do in Miami, but I never face any repercussions for it because Miami to me, has the worst drivers on the fucking planet. And it's insane there. But I have realized, especially since I don't have a car, I am never driving the speed limit. I am always going above the speed limit to the point that when I'm in a car and somebody's driving the speed limit, it fucking pisses me off. And that shouldn't piss me off. Because in my head, I'm like, we're going so slow right now. But we're doing the legal, like, 35, 40 I mile limit. Like speed signs are a suggestion you can go like three or four miles over okay, okay. thank you thank you yeah because that's why i usually no i usually hit like 30 above so if it's a 40 oh, that's, lane that's really, i'll be doing 73 down okay. like a suburban neighborhood that's like really not okay what why like going they, they 30 miles have, over in a school they, zone they and, always yeah. have the the signs that are like oh drive like your kids are here i don't have kids so you're doing exactly that i guess that's actually not funny i'm pretty sure that like vehicular accidents are now the top killer of like people in the u.s mm -hmm. like it's actually so i crazy. think of children Ooh, yeah right, right so 
I need to become more cautious though because I literally anytime a human like is crossing the street. Okay, here's my problem with cars is the part that keeps the windshield up. That is always what fucks it's me a blind, up. The blind it, spot that is blind horrible. spot is so fucked up and in every car it's different. So like in your car since I just started driving it, the blind spot for me like I'm not looking at that mm-hmm. and I was cross I was driving yesterday with y'all in the car. I, also, I was creeping very slowly because there was a van next to me that was blocking the sidewalk, but the guy behind me was on my ass. So I was like, okay, I need to creep and start to make this right because this guy's about to honk at me and that's going to make me mad and I'm going to get out and slash all his tires and fucking <laughs> rip his hair out. Um, so I was like, let me start creeping into the... <laughs> let me start creeping into the intersection. I was moving so fucking slow. Like, I barely was moving and it, this lady... It was literally like she moved like two inches. <laughs> like, I barely moved and this lady appeared out of nowhere. She was covered by the van and the blind spot, so she stopped in front of the car. She still had space, but she gave she me... She had like... It, it was like five <laughs> feet... She was literally five feet away. Like, I was not close to her and she just stops in front of the car and literally she was looking down and she goes... And then just stood there and Drew's t- windows are not tinted like nearly enough. And I literally was like, bitch, fuck you. Like, I, it made me so fucking mad because I was like, I, I was not going to hit you. Like, I stopped the car the second I saw you. Yeah. I was not going to hit you. Also, like, if I was going to hit you, Anytime. like, if you were actually scared, bitch, you wouldn't have the time. And, like, you would be in shock and be like, oh, my God, I almost just got hit. Not, like, looking at me like you're in a fucking movie. Anytime I've almost been hit by a car... Like, literally every single time. It's probably happened to me, like, 15, 20, 25 times in my life just crossing an intersection in L.A. It's, like, just dangerous. That is a fucking price you pay to live here is you might get hit by a car every single time you <laughs> cross a road. every major city. Yeah. Um, but every time it happens to me, I literally, like, bust out laughing and like I'm like, oh, like it, of course it's an accident. You weren't trying to fucking run me over. And even if you did hit me crossing a crosswalk, like you're going five miles per hour, I will have a bruise on my leg at best, bitch. Like not that fucking deep. Um, and I, I just hate when people act like I was gonna like, bitch. If I was gonna do it, I would have done it. Yeah, like, literally. I hate when people are like, <laughs> they feel so personally targeted. Like I literally don't know you. Yeah, it it cracks me up. And then. A similar story is I was driving on new roads that I have never been on. Um, and like the road over that I had been on and the other road over that I had been on, both are just one ways when you're going up the road. Like there's no stop signs, there's no lights, there's nothing. Um, and it's like the same size road, same neighborhood. So I was just like, oh, it's probably the same on this road. So I was kind of just like, I was going below the speed limit. I remember this because I was like, oh, there's like a lot of kids running around. Like I want to be able to stop and the speed limit in that neighborhood is like fucking 35 miles per hour, which is insane. (laughs) Um, But I was going like 20, 25. um, And I guess I ran a stop sign once um, and I just didn't think about it. Um, But then I got to another four-way cross section that I was driving through. And in my head, I was like, oh, there's no stop signs on the street. I have the right of way. They don't. Um, They're they're just waiting for us. I don't I don't I don't know what I was thinking. And I drove through this intersection with like two cars like stopped at stop signs and I drove through and I could see the look on this old geezer's fucking (laughs) face. He was like, he threw his hands up and he was started like cussing at me and his wife threw her hands up and started getting angry. And I was like, y'all are, and I like, 
I literally like was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. As I was driving through, I was going slow enough where like I said they, I could see all of the people's faces and say sorry to them. So it wasn't like I was going to kill someone and it wasn't that deep. They were both stopped. They were both aware that I wasn't going to stop. So I was like, what's the fucking problem? <laughs> and when they threw their hands up, like, oh my God, it sent me into a rage that I cannot describe. I was fucking writhing in anger i could not believe it and i was like cussing to myself and i was like what the fuck like fuck you like motherfucker like you don't you don't throw <laughs> your hands up at me like yeah i ran the stop sign but i wasn't gonna fucking hit you and then i like caught a moment of like clarity clarity and i was like i just started busting out laughing that i somehow construed this to be angry at the people that were, were stopped at the, the sign law. and following the law and i just ran a stop sign and i was like oh, fuck, I'm actually crazy. Like, <laughs> I'm actually crazy. This is crazy. Like, and then I was just laughing. Um, I went from like anger to laughter, the fastest I've ever gone in my life. Um, and to clarify, neither of the cars were moving. One of them was going the opposite way from me. The other one was doing a, a right-hand turn on the yeah. same street. He had his blinker on. So I wasn't going to hit either of these fuckers, but they just wanted to be angry for no reason because they have sad fucking lives. They're so I, I always say shit like that, but then I have like such... I don't think I have like road rage. Also, to clarify, I am a safe driver. I just mm. want to say that, guys. I'm a really good driver. Mm. I've never been in an accident, knock on wood. Like I've never... Literally actually, knock on wood. I hit a car when I was 15, but I've, I'm 10 years clean. Yeah. I'm 10 years sober. 10 years sober. Um, but... Every time I'm like driving and I get really fucking mad at someone, but I feel like we get mad at like decent things. But then when other people get mad at me, I'm like, bitch, fuck you. Like grow mm -hmm. up. It's not that deep. But I get so fucking mad. I was parking in a fucking parking lot recently. And this girl in like a Mustang, like an old ass Mustang and me and my friends in the car were like, oh, damn, that's like a cool car. She looks cool. And I she was leaving her spot and I was trying to park into a spot. I was, I didn't take more than a fucking minute to back up to get into the spot and she honked at me and the rage That's I annoying. felt, I was like, bitch, I literally hope you fucking hydroplane and your car explodes into smithereens. People, people like, who use horns like- Seriously? Like seriously or like in moments where their life is not, or where their life is not threatened- like, you are scum of the earth to me. You are fucking loser. You, you love the power. Loser. You have, like, no power or control in your life, and you have to take it out on someone else. Like, I literally, I'm not kidding. I have never used a horn in a serious situation. I have literally never done it, and I don't know if it's just, like, because I grew up in a small town, and if you honked at someone, like, they will come and find you and kill you because everybody <laughs> knows everybody or, like, what the vibe is. But, like, yeah, that shit pisses me off. But, like... I think it's majority not older people driver. who use their horns. Like, I've never been in a car with one of my friends and, like, watched them, like, just, like, beep, like, oh, exactly, like, exactly. like, hit the horn. Oh, also, I have. And I'll, I'll tell you after, but it fucking, it, it's so That cringy. is so icky. Like, imagine getting, going on a date with someone and they pick you up and you watch them, like, hit their <laughs> horn, like, five times on the way to the restaurant. I'd be like, oh, my God, I literally need to get out of this car. I'm I am throw up. a very passive driver, though. Like, I'm like, you do you, like respect like i'll let you in on this merge like i'll do your thing but when people start disrespecting me and don't give me the same energy that's when i get upset like the other day when i was like i was in the merging oh lane, yeah and that girl was, and that trying, girl to speed around was trying to speed around me and then the car 
behind me was like stopping and stopped the entire flow of traffic because he thought I was trying to get in front of him. And I was like, no, there's order to this. And I am following the orders. Y'all are being fucking loser boots. Like I fucking hate defensive driver, or not defensive drivers. Um, Offensive. Yeah, just like, like fucking opportunistic drivers and like I feel like I'm low-key an opportunistic driver when we gotta get places that's a vibe what I'm saying like my biggest gripe is if you are going to be an aggro driver fucking commit to it like you need to be good at it and you need to commit to it because I can't stand a bitch who's like tailing me and then gets around me but starts going the speed limit i'm like why did you do that you just did that to be a fucking bitch and now i actually hope you hydroplane if, yeah literally like, if someone like almost hit me <laughs> at a fucking stop sign like i would i literally would like laugh and then jump in front of the car so they could kill me because i want to end my suffering oh and that was our conversation about cars wow life is suffering no, it's not. Life is joyous. We are an energy plant. No, we are Life actually- Life is for inter- feasting. We are interdimensional <laughs> beings that decided, oh, like, I want to go to Earth to experience the universe. I want to be the universe experiencing itself. And one caveat to that was that we forgot, but we have our souls still. But some of us are remembering that, like, we came to this planet to, like, experience, like, feelings and emotions and all that shit but and then when we die we go back to being interdimensional beings think about that hmm. all right. i just blew someone's mind who's <laughs> someone watching yeah you blew my mind honestly you blew a lot of things mm. ow motherfucker you squeezed too hard my ring mm. <laughs> Dude, Drew fucking crushed his toe oh, in the car I yesterday really... in the back seat. He was taking his sock off and he was like, ah, ah, like screaming. I literally have crushy toe syndrome. Like it, like I was, I was playing basketball. Oh and he, this is I the first time drills. he's played basketball in seven months. By I'm the way. just an athletic person and I still have it. And we were, I was going super, super hard in basketball, um, and Ew, my feet were like. They weren't hurting, and I guess my body was just, like, mind over matter because I have control like that over, like, this shit. And I just, like, like I, I pushed through the pain, like, better than yeah, most people. Yeah, like, just even in day-to-day life. Yeah, but I took my shoes off, and I've literally never seen this much blood come from my body, I don't think, ever in my life. Actually, no, that's a lie I have. But, like, my sock was, like, covered in blood um because i was just going so hard in the fucking pain dude you were having your period through your toes yeah but then i didn't show you i didn't show you this and yeah um here i'll say if it's a picture of your bare fucking toe i don't want to see no no it's it's not um i'll i'm gonna airdrop those to kai real quick i didn't show you this and yeah actually wait i did but no one fucking believes that i can dunk oh my god no one believes it your hair looks insane (laughs) in that Your hair looks like somebody put a bunch of gel in it and blue dried it up. Like, I, it looks crazy. It's so fucked up. And, like, that's the craziest part about it is, like, I got hidden bounce. I got sneaky bounce. Like, I can get up there on that rim. Like, uh, oh, what is that? What is that? Like, that's, like, the kind of vibe Ew, I give like, on. what's crazy is, like, there's, like, a girl out there who's seen her, like, boyfriend or, like, partner or somebody play basketball and been like, oh, he's so hot. He's so good at it. But that would, like, embarrass the fuck out of me. Like, men shouldn't be jumping around. Like, ew. Like, get down. Like, yeah. get down. Like, why are you hanging on to that? Like, your little legs, like, <laughs> like, m- like kicking around after you, like, dunk. Like, get down. You're embarrassing me. Mm. Like, you're kicking your feet around. It's gross. Get it's down sexy. from there. On that rim, on that rim. 
Okay. Um, Drew's Sigh Up Corner. You sing it different every time. Drew's Sigh Up Corner. Wait, Drew's Sigh Up Corner. Um, Y'all remember when our grandmas used to make us nut before we went to dates so <laughs> she made sure we wouldn't have sex? What? Do you remember that? No, Kai? my grandma never did that. My grandma used to do that. Yeah. It's like it must be a boy thing, but they would do it so we wouldn't go and have sex so our penis would be deflated. Oh, my grandma would do it so I would last longer. Cause she was like, You gotta impress. Oh yeah. Yeah. You guys seem lit. like you get play. That's lit. Um when I was in school we read the when I was in school we read the Great Gatsby. Nowadays it seems to me that these days in schools, students in school these days are more concerned with where the great Gatsby. Yeah. Did it, did that sentence really read like that? <laughs> like it seems to me in school these days. They said these days like eight times. <laughs> these days in school, uh, kids are most concerned with the great Gatsby. Shout out Tony Hawk Ruther. Truther. Druther. <gasps> Shut the fuck up. Um, this one sucks. <laughs> I'm not reading that one. Hold on, I got a bunch. I watched of... your hand start to shake so bad when you were reading the last one. <laughs> um, your baby daddy uses cologne out of magazines. He rubbing page 43 on his neck. <laughs> That's really good. Um, do they still do that? Do they still put the scent in the magazine? I don't know. Um, yeah, that's it. I made that's up it? one. Oh, yeah. Do I want to try. Um, uh, these Trader Joe's cashiers have got to stop uh, rizzing me up. I'm about to leave snail trails on the organic fruit leather. <laughs> you know what's worse is I heard you say that the night of my birthday. <laughs> I heard you say that to Mason. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Those cashiers are trained to be nice to you because we live in a lonely epidemic and they're nice to you. So you keep going back to Trader's Joe's, Trader Joe's, and you buy their products. It's all a part of the evil machine of capitalism. And I want you to be aware of it. And you can still shop there. It's great food. But... They're nice to you because they want you to buy more things and they're trained to be that way. Dude, we are living in such a weird time. They're, like, they're being a cult following for like multiple grocery stores is fucking insane. Mm -hmm. And what that, are the other ones? Like Erwan and Trader uh, Joe's are like the ones that come in. HEB. HEB's like the grocery. Like you don't have swag if you don't shop at HEB in Granberry. I feel like in Miami, it's like Publix. Like mm -hmm. Publix is like, yeah, I shop at Publix. Publix is mid as fuck. I actually don't know if anybody feels like that. When I was a kid, I was like, oh my God, we went to Publix because it was a real grocery store. Yeah. I feel like H-Mart kind of has a... Oh yeah, H-Mart does have bond. that. Maybe every grocery store just has a cult following. Because you need groceries. Your vagina has a cult following. I know that damn for sure. Okay, that's a compliment. Thank you. All right. Kai's uh, penis gonna... has a cult following. I know that for that's damn sure. That's not true. There's no way. It's I looked into true. that. It's true. It's it's true. Yeah. It's true as fuck. Okay. My media of the week is, oh my God, this is going to literally blow someone's mind. Fuck. I didn't talk about this. Should talk I? Talk about it. Yeah. I have to admit something, guys. 
I think Kai already heard me say this. Everybody's heard me say this because I can't believe it, but I did not know that George Harrison was in the Beatles. Like, I seriously did not know that. Um, And I found that out three days ago. And it's been really life-changing news because I love George Harrison, but I just don't know. Lucas put it into, like, such a good, uh, like, sentiment. He was, uh, he said, you have such a cognitive dissonance from the Beatles that mm. no matter how many times someone would mention that he was in the Beatles, your brain just made it a different situation because <laughs> literally. I literally thought he just like worked for the Beatles or like did like guitar for them or wrote a song or two for them. And it wasn't until I was watching this video that they literally in the video I was showing it to Lucas, they say it like three times before it clicked in my head. It wasn't until they showed a clip of George Harrison getting off stage with the other Beatles. And I was like, oh, my God, he's wearing the funky little suit like he's literally in the fucking Beatles. That's fucking crazy. And because of that, there is a Beatles song in my media this week, which is crazy, really, really crazy. See, people change. Yeah, I'm subject to change. Um the Long and Winding Road by the Beatles, Pure Smokey by George Harrison, Walk Out to Winter, Aztec Camera, and A Letter to Elise the Cure, which I think I said like two of those last week. But also, guess what? Shocker, I'm still listening to Abandoned Luncheonette by Daryl Hall and John Oates. There I said it. I can't get over Hall and Oates. I'm really annoying. Also, The Lord Loves the One, George Harrison. So that's my media of the week. Suck it. My media of the week is Dots and Loops by Stereolab, um, specifically the flower called Nowhere. Um, That's a great freaking song. And then um, Ice Blink Luck by the Cocktoo Twins. And let's just do a random song in one of my playlists. Oh, wait, that's the Emergency Nergon playlist. Hold on. The first, like, 40 seconds of Orca by Nicola is really good. Mm, Let's do Jardin's Aquatics by Peplopis. Peplopiu. Peplopiu. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, I have poop about to shoot out my butt, so. I called it out. Oh, my God. (laughs) Bye.